Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Red Men News. It's me, it's Ross Chanley, and it's your daily dose of Liverpool-related news. Uh, we've got loads to talk about today. Uh, of course, we are backed by The Athletic, the home of football writing in the UK. Uh, some great writers over there. Uh, James Pearce, we've got an interview with him actually coming up on the channel later on. Obviously, the Simon Hughes and a few other uh, people. Uh, just absolutely brilliant writers, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, to get your 50% off your yearly subscription, taking it down to about £2.50 per month, visit www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash News. your first month is free as well no ads no annoying pop-ups um, it's been like a week of anniversaries really Ross mm. hasn't it we've had like Jürgen Klopp's four years nine years of FSG and really annoyingly ten years of the beach ball which is James Pearce has been writing about this week. Does, do you remember that beach ball goal, anybody? Uh, 2009, uh, October 2009, obviously. Um, Darren Bent kicked a football. A football hit a beach ball. The beach ball went one way, so did Pepe Reina following the beach ball, which went wide, and the ball went into the back of the net. Um, probably the craziest goal the Premier League's ever seen. Yeah, and it shouldn't have been either, should it? You know, I think it's, the rule is that there's a, I can't remember what the word is, but basically there's an object on it that shouldn't be on the football pitch, then it shouldn't, and it hits it, then it shouldn't be a goal, it should have been, should have been a drop ball. Um, just one of those freak things. I think it was, it was post, was it was also 2009, so it was a, you know, after a title challenge, I think Alonso left, then they started all started to fall apart, and it was just a, a run of bad luck, and Darren Bentley hardly ever scored, <laughs> ever. Gets one off a beach ball and he, he claims it. So yeah, ten years. The article's really interesting actually. I think he goes through. He, he speaks to Carragher about it and a few other people. One of the people that he tried to speak to was the referee yeah. on the day, and he went, "I don't want to talk about it." Well, he, in fact, he got the Premier League because he's working for the Premier League, yeah, isn't yeah. he? And, and the Premier League declined yeah, yeah. on his behalf. Like, and it's really interesting. Like, even going back to Steve Bruce's quotes from from there, you know, going back into two thousand nine and stuff, and he basically said, like, if anyone knew that rule, they're a sad out, and that's what he. That's that's one of the first rules you one of the first rules you learn, apparently. Yeah, but like Carragher didn't know it. No. The referee clearly didn't know it. I don't, I'm not sure Benitez really argued the toss over no. it. It's mad, isn't it? Really, Re- Reina like, wasn't very happy because the beach ball had come from Liverpool fans behind him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the, the name of the person's in the article. I've tried to search them on Twitter. I couldn't find them. To be perfectly honest with you. Anyway, um, so <laughs> we're going on to some of the other news. Um, Liverpool plan to sell big name. Klopp calls joy to watch next year now Football Insider <laughs> understands that um, Adam Lallana uh, could be shipped out in the summer uh, he's 31 now Ross are you surprised? not really no I think we're getting to a stage where we've seen with, with Klopp certainly an FSG of Liverpool building this side and I think it was getting people in at first and it was building on world class people and getting some more world class people in I think now we've got a squad we can kind of pad that out and build for our the future or you know rotation he's not getting his game time I think Three years ago, maybe, he was my favourite player. I think I came and did a video with put you up 
Paul before I started working here, saying how much I loved him and stuff like that. And I think he was like the leader of the press, and he was so vital to what Liverpool were doing. But I think this side's moved on. I think with his injuries and stuff, he suffered a lot from probably that, that press work and doing ninety four Cruyff turns every game and stuff like that. He's probably <laughs> wrecked, wrecked his ankles. I think he he can still do, do a job for a Premier League team, in my opinion. But I just don't think I just don't think it's at Liverpool. And you look at the midfield. I think we spoke about yesterday that we've got. He's way down the pecking order. It's great now to have him in the side. And we saw last season, was it Burnley? He came in, yeah. everyone fumed. He had a dead good game and he didn't start the next game and everyone fumed that he didn't start. It's just he's just mental. He, he's, you know, he's capable of having a good game. But as I said, this, this team's past him now. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think, you know, it's it's good that Adam Lallana is way down the pecking order because he's a good player, he's a good footballer. And him being about, what would you say, seventh choice midfielder, maybe? What have you got in front of him? You've got Fabinho, you've got Henderson, you've got Wijnaldum, you've got James Milner, you've got Naby Keita, you've got Oxley chamberlain And then, question yeah. mark, is Adam Lallana your seventh best midfielder at 31 years of age? Keep him around this season just in case anything mad happens. But I'd imagine that Liverpool will be looking to strengthen in the summer. Um, and one of those places, I guess, would be midfielder where we do look to strengthen. Uh, he's done, he's done, he's worked hard for us over his time. There's not no, no ill will, as it were. Um, so, interesting that it's an international break and, and now Mane and Salah, uh, the incident that they had at Burnley has now sort of reared its head again. Uh, it's because Sadio Mane has, has given an interview and, and spoken out about the issue over uh, at Burnley in the away game where we beat them on the 31st of August. Everyone was taking the piss out of us, the 27-year-old Mane told Canal Plus. Jeannie Wijnaldum, who likes to tease people, waited until everyone was there, came up to me and asked out loud, Mo, why did Mane want to hit you? Mane want to hit you. whole team started laughing. He said to me, Sadio, why are you angry? I told him, you needed to give me the ball, Mo, to which he replied, I didn't see you. You know I've got nothing against you. We talk on the phone sometimes, we text each other and we don't have a problem, so we talked and everything was like before. Really interesting, I'm not sure if it's in this article from Goal.com or not, but the one that I was reading before on this actually cited that, you know, Klopp called him into his office. It's in this one as well. Klopp called him into his office and, and Sadio had said... It's sorted, boss. We've we've spoken about it, and that's great, isn't it? That the yeah. manager's not needed to get involved. Yeah, I think following that article, he said Klopp was pleasantly surprised. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, sound. It's something that he doesn't have to deal with. It's, it's the sound of the mentality of the players that they can sort these things out themselves. And probably, I think the fact that you know at the time it got blown up by other people that were kind of looking for stuff to, to add on Liverpool. Um, but I think we were all in the same camp of, I'm quite glad he was angry, he was annoyed that he, we were 3-0 mm. and he wanted to score another goal and that's the biggest problem that we have at the club at the time. Sound, sound with that. Um, and I quite like the fact that there's that camaraderie in, inside the camp where they can just like, laugh and have a joke. I know there's the Bobby Firmino like, a thing, so the camera's pretty funny, but you know, when you have an awkward silence with a massive argument, like... <laughs> I'm probably the same as you, like you deal with awkward things with humour. Mm. It's you know for genes to just go and kind of break the silence, kind of go actually we won three notes, it's not the biggest thing. Then it's it's good for good for the camp. Moving on then, uh, Ryan Brewster has spoken out and said the boss has a plan for me and he's confident in Klopp's vision for him at Liverpool and Klopp's vision at Liverpool. And I think why I like this story most, and I'll find some quotes in a minute, Ross, but why I like this story is because Take you back to a few weeks ago, a couple of months, start of the season, you've got the Bobby Duncan stuff going on, and you are wondering about how Liverpool are dealing with their young players. We've got a guy here who clearly is well thought of, who should have it go on and have a great career at Liverpool Football Club, hopefully. 
And now he's saying that the vision's right and the clock's right and that he understands that he needs patience. So that's a, it's quite a big turnaround in a couple of months. Yeah, it was similar to the Marco Gruich stuff as well. I think it's all about attitude when it comes to like these young players or hooking players. And I think he says in the article, like he looks at the front three and he realises he's not going to get in ahead of that. And that was always a problem in the summer. We, we want to buy someone to bring them in. We've already kind of got someone there and it's frustrating that he's been hyped up to this new superstar thing. He's been compared to like, Michael Owen as the next big thing to come out of the academy, but we don't see it on face value because we want him to start games. The problem is all our games are so high pressured at the moment you can't just chuck him in and give him a game mm. and it's good that he understands that and you know clocked in with youngsters as he's well known for it in Dortmund as well of just nurturing him saying you know you will get your time and it's going to come to fruition at some point really interesting so we've got some quotes here you've got to be patient and wait your turn he told Sky Sports obviously the boss has a plan for me and he knows what he's doing clearly just chatting to him and stuff he says just be patient your time will come it will happen and I'm just waiting I'm just being patient really really love that from Rian Brewster uh, Lionel Messi has been talking about Virgil van Dijk and says why it's so difficult to actually go past uh, Virgil van Dijk he's a defender who knows how to judge his timing and wait for the right moment to challenge, challenge or jockey he told Marta he is very fast and big but has a lot of agility for his height he's fast because of its great stride it's great stride uh, and he is impressive both in defence and attack because he scores lots of goals good I'm glad that the, the, the best player that probably has ever existed sorry Ronaldo fanboys has actually come out and praised the best centre after has ever existed true it's a, it's a massive compliment when you know he plays you know world class defenders week in week out, and obviously he's been on the, the Champions League stage for the, well, all of his career basically. So he's come up against the best for him to come out and say our centre half is is one of the best is, is, is huge for us. And I think obviously he might have to say because we knocked them out first and foremost. But you know I think he's got a different style of defending. Van Dijk, I think it's something we we weren't used to when you're watching Lovren. He was always rash going to challenges, but as you watch, you know, Van Dijk runs away from the ball, but he has, he makes more time to make his decisions, mm. doesn't he? Yeah, and he does. He, he he makes time for people to come back and help him out mm. and stuff as well. Uh, really random one next actually, Rivaldo. If you remember him, uh, absolutely unbelievable Brazilian footballer back in the day, um, has come out and warned the Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp it might be too soon to rush Allison back to face Manchester United this weekend. Um, he told Betfair this is his first match in a few months and perhaps it could be a little risky to put him into playing such a big match but he's an experienced goalkeeper and he is certainly prepared to show his value if called upon uh, I'm not sure whether he's saying he's warning him not to play him or he's saying it's a little bit risky but he's a good goalkeeper and he'll probably show his value I'm not sure he's very much on the fence there isn't he warning he says I think he's trying to say resting but he doesn't want to slag him off I think he's obviously the best goalkeeper in the league if not Europe you know before he before he got injured I'd start him personally I think you have your best players there United you know, have got their injuries or so called injuries um, so they say to start your best players I think he, he comes with an aura a presence I think it's an extra nothing against Adrian at all mm -hmm. but start him uh, I'm just looking at the, uh, you won't be able to see this if you're listening on the podcast, but there's a lovely advert on the right hand side for Barbies and Peppa Pig, which shows you, um, I have two daughters, essentially, uh, which was lovely. Anyway, we'll move on, final story that we're going to talk about before we get into your comments, so keep them coming in on all the things that we've talked about, the beach ball. Um, Brewster, Mane, Salah, Messi, Rivaldo, Van Dijk, everything, keep those comments coming in. Emery Chan keen on Manchester United move as agent makes contact with various clubs for ex-Liverpool man who has played just 78 minutes for Juventus so far this season. What I find really interesting about this one, Ross, and you pulled the agenda together for us today, mate, is 
<laughs> let me find it. Let me find it. it. Where is it here? This is absolutely brilliant. It has been reported by the Italian paper that former Juventus manager Massimiliano Allegri is closing in on the hot seat at Manchester United and wants to bring in Chan and Mario Mandzukic, the Croatian striker with him as he plans on an overhaul at Old Trafford. So this I, isn't... I know where you go with this. Go on, you take it away. Why do Manchester United need two people that are even slower than the people they've already fucking got? I was not going anywhere near that, to be fair. Um, I was thinking this is a story suggesting that Emery Chan is keen on a Manchester United move. And where I'm going with it is only if they don't have Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in charge. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, there's so there been people being critical of, of their midfield. Why do they need another midfielder that can't turn quicker than Milton? Oh, come on. Really? You think you think he's a bad midfielder? I don't think he's a bad midfielder. I'm saying think he's better than what they've got? Bob Pogba probably, yeah. But I'm saying in terms of what they need is someone who can turn the ball around quickly and have a bit inject a bit of pace into the field. I'm not seeing chance about bad midfielder at all. But why would he go to Manchester United? Because he get game time. And Mandzukic, just like, you don't need someone else who's slow. I mean, you have them, but it's fine by me. Mandzukic one, yeah, that's it, it's, it's fine by me. Like oh, unless he wants someone to play off Rashford, I don't, I don't know, but, yeah. It's it's really interesting, and the fact that Allegri is getting linked when we haven't really seen much of that. No, that came know. out yesterday, all that Did stuff. It, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's really interesting, that isn't it? Anyway, we're going to get into some of the comments and stuff now. Uh, so, Sai, if you've got one to get us going, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, so... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, wait. You think of that. Joey Murray... Uh, I said, I've rewritten the Chan headline for you. Emre Chan, interesting, 250 grand per week. <laughs> yeah, perfect, mate. Perfect. Uh, Brilliant, man. on Alana. Zubarim Mafabi said, we should give a youngster Alana's minutes. He doesn't contribute enough for us anyway. Um, and then a couple more. Charles Williams says, Alana isn't a big game. Nothing against him, but his injuries have limited him. Should be moved on in January, get money for him. But then on the other side, Joey Murray said, uh, uh, said my only concern with letting Alana go would be if uh, we also let the likes of Milner, Lovren and maybe Shaqiri leave next year too. We'd be letting a lot of experience walk out the door. That's a really interesting point at the end that we've not covered actually, isn't yeah. it? I think, you know, James Milner probably deserves a new contract and hopefully we will give him a new contract. Shaqiri, well, he's, he's hardly figured <coughs> at the moment, so you'd imagine that he'd maybe be wanting to push for a move. Adam Milana hardly figured at the moment. Who was the other player that was named Lovren. there? Lovren. Lovren. Lovren, a lot of experience. Is it right? Is it the right time for Seth Vandenberg, Keanu Hoover to come in? We spoke about that a little bit yesterday. It is a lot of experience to go, isn't it? If all four of them were to go, yeah, I think James Milner is the key one for me, as you just said. You need to keep him. But there's also that experience of not those four, but the people that have come in are the ones that have pushed us to two Champions League finals mm -hmm. and 97 points. I mean, that brings experience in itself. And that was one thing that we, all, we never had was we had James Milner who'd won stuff and pretty much no one else in the squad, whereas this squad now... Have all ones, they've all got their own experiences, but you know, the, the point remains of in certain games, I think you need people like that. I think Adam Lana will probably feature in domestic cups this season if we qualify later for the Champions League. It's a chance to go and try. I, I think it would be mental to let him go in January. I know, the, I think yeah. it was the middle comment there said January. I think that's crazy, no. unless you're gonna, unless you're gonna. For ages, we moaned about not having the squad, and we finally got one. Just be selfish and keep these people, yeah, because absolutely. you never know when you need them. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything could happen. You never know between then and the end of the season. And Klopp doesn't really like to buy too much in January. He likes to keep that squad together. So uh, so there you go. Uh, one more for us, mate. 
Um, Daniel Hall, Trent to score a free kick and kiss the camera on Sunday. Oh, oh that's CBG. That would be fantastic. Someone's got to do that, haven't they? Wouldn't they? Oh, please. Perhaps when we score the sixth goal. You know, good. you know they're going to be singing twenty times at us, and we're going to be singing six times back at them. And yeah. it should be a good day. Hopefully, Old Trafford will have to win this game. Uh, are you actually confident going into this one? I, I I will get nervous as the as it, as, it, yeah. as the fixture nears. I will get more and more nervous to the point where right before kickoff, I'll probably think we're going to lose. That's yeah. how nervous I get for these games. Everything points towards we should win this comfortably, but it's never the case in in these derbies. No matter how poor we are, I think we've had times where I think Mark Albright said it the other day. If you know Liverpool had poor sides and got something, or you know certainly pushed it. I think the the massive thing is that. United came off the back of a defeat to Newcastle. Then they've had the international break. They've got a lot to sort out, but they haven't got the time to do it because everyone's buggered off an international break. That's a short time to work on stuff against Liverpool. Whereas we were in a flow of stuff. We know we're all we're well drilled. It's just a case of we've got all our best friends back. We've got Matic back. We've got Alisson back. Just kind of, kind of go again. There's they motivation had... that we drew there last last season as well. You're right. They've, their run of fixtures has been pretty bad. Now, I forget the order of them, but obviously the last one was the Newcastle one. I think they might have drawn with Arsenal. Uh, they might have drawn with Rochdale. Obviously, they go through on penalties. Leicester I think they was lost to West Ham United yeah, yeah. In, that, in that run, and then Leicester was prior to that. Um, so these guys are in, in bad form at the moment. But if anything can pull you out of bad form, it is a, it is a game against your rival. So um, let me know your score predictions in the comment section below. Uh, we've got a fantastic uncensored match build-up show uh, for you. That's scheduled. We're going to be recording that in about an hour's time, something like that. That'll be going out on the main Redmen TV YouTube channel tonight. Six o'clock, is it, Ty, si? we're going for tonight? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've got the Uncensored Match build-up show. Promises to be absolutely brilliant. It's going to be me, it's going to be Steve Hall, it's going to be Adam Rowe, the comedian, and it's going to be Gareth Roberts from the Anfield Rap, and we're really looking forward to welcoming Gareth back on to the Redmen TV couches. So we're going to change the studio around, we're going to get set up, and we're going to do an Uncensored Match build-up show. It's going to be fucking fantastic. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for commenting. Thank you very much much for subscribing to Red Menus and I'll see you tomorrow. Ta